1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of RotoWire. Joined on this Friday, February 21st, by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, I have to say this before we do anything. Today is my 11, uh, 11 year uh, wedding anniversary.
2: Okay. I, am, I, am I supposed to say congratulations? Yep, just pre- give it to me. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Okay, I thought this was going to be more like DFS related or something. No. I thought it would be like your anniversary or roto Y or anything. No. You know, like the important stuff. No.
1: No, I think this is actually <laughs> important because I've been able to stay married despite DFS play.
2: I think okay, that's so, actually
1: more important.
2: So so that means you you got to do something tonight or something? Or, or you're at the point, like like, uh, me and my wife have been married for what? Four, four, four and a half years? Mm-hmm. Like we forget our own and she forgets the anniversary or whatever. Like, so we're at the point, we're already at the point where like, it doesn't really matter.
1: I saw somebody post something the other day that they were like, I've been married. Um, I don't care. Or my husband and I don't care about Valentine's day anymore. Years, something like whatever those silly mean things are. But like Valentine's day means nothing to my wife and I, cause we're like, Oh, our anniversary is in a week. And then our anniversary comes and we're like, Hey, happy anniversary. And then life just goes on. Right. Yeah. Another slate happens. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. So premier league, we've got a five game slate. I was really hoping that DraftKings decided that four games was going to be the minimum that they were going to do for main slates, but apparently it's five. So we have to deal with this Manchester city and Leicester match, which is a late game. Uh, for team for at least one team that literally never rotates so that'll be great uh but the rest
2: of the slate would have been great the rest of, who says the slate isn't great are man city even like do, do we have to really consider them to be a top team anymore no I, are, are, I, the, are are they the ty- are they the type of team where it's like ah oh, like ah oh, what do you get, how do we get as much man city as possible like i don't really think so anymore so like I, I don't think it's that big of a deal that they're the late game. I mean, other than, obviously, if you want to play their players, it, it, it'll matter. But I, I think based on their injury situation currently, uh, I mean, I, I think it should be a little bit more predictable. Yeah, and I, I mean, it, it, it's quite it's quite possible they'll be battling for relegation this year. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't I don't think they're going to get like a thirty point deduction no. or anything like that. But I'm just making the joke that. sure. They, they could be. They could be fighting for their lives. Yeah.
1: Um, they, I think they are still a team that you're going to say, I want, or how much do I want? Just not this week. Or is that what you
2: meant? Right. Well, in general, like.
1: Uh, like, I think in general, they are still a team where
2: you're going to want as much as you can. But I think that it's very similar to like, even with like Liverpool. Like, just there's not many pieces to take. Like, if you're going to take a piece, you're taking one. You're taking two ma- – I mean, but yeah. it's 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 none of these – the old days where, you know, it's a four-game slate, and you're like, how do I play five Man City players? Because, like, they're better options than taking any of the crappy guys from all the other crappy teams. Right, right.
0: So that's uh, why that's I look fair. at this
2: – that's why I look – that's why uh, the, for this slate, and we'll go down through the matchups, it says a lot where uh, the highest goal-scoring odds is Danny Ings. Yeah. I think the – the important thing and we'll get to it later like i actually don't think like
1: that the most important player in the man city game plays for man city
2: oh okay you're gonna go that i'm 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 gonna try to make the case that the the most important players on the slate don't play in that game in that game i i think that's fair like i it's quite possible that in a cash lineup i mean obviously gpp you play whatever
1: i have zero Um, in my
2: cash lineup Right, that you could just not no. play that game. You don't need you don't need either side of that game.
1: Mhm.
2: So it wouldn't matter what the what the lineups are going to be because I'm not playing any of them. Yeah. That's fair. So looking at the 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 odds currently. Uh biggest favorite is Southampton. Mhm.
1: Led by Danny Ings. Right. Who you're Lineup already besmirching.
2: Yeah. At home to Aston Villa. Around a three total, hovering around three. Mm -hmm. Then we got Man City as an away favorite, minus 138, with a total hovering around three. Mm -hmm. Then we get a little bit closer, minus 103, Sheffield United, at home to Brighton, and that's a low total. That's two and a quarter, if not lower, 2.1. Then Crystal Palace plus 100 at home against Newcastle. And that's a two total. I mean, that's like at two. That could be the worst game of the entire season. Yes. <laughs> and then Burnley at home, plus 116, which is barely a favorite, against Bournemouth. And that's a low total. That's, that's like 2.1.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So we got, we got three low total games with teams that are not all that exciting. I don't see any, I don't see these games being open. Like from the get-
1: go Yeah, it would take like an early red card for that to happen.
2: Right. To me, the most entertaining game may be Southampton-Aston Villa. And here you are just crapping all over Danny Ings already. Yeah, well, there are other people in the game I'd rather play. Yeah. And pay up for Danny Ings. Yeah, okay. But talking about Danny, I mean, we live in a world now where Danny Ings is 9,100 on DraftKings. Mm Mm-hmm. And 600 more, you get Sergio Aguero. Yeah. Like, if they were both the same price even. So just like, I, I know the 600 doesn't matter. You're telling me that you play Ings over Aguero? Yeah. Would you play Mares over Ings? Mares revenge game. Yeah, but he's played Leicester before. Yeah,
1: plenty of times. Really? This game's uh, in Leicester, though. Uh, oh, oh, oh,
2: yeah, I don't know. Um, no, of course not. Meaning, yes, you play Mares. You play Mares, okay. Yeah. But you won't even know if he starts. But right. Sterling's out. Right, They just played midweek. Mares didn't start the midweek game. They play next week also against Real Madrid. So I'm, gonna assume, I'm assuming the front line for Man City is going to be like the uh, Bernardo, Aguero, or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Aguero right. and Jesus started together on
2: Wednesday. Okay. And they won, if that matters. They could start it together again. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But, I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'm playing Jesus. I, it's, quite, it's quite possible I'm not playing anyone up here. Agreed. In, in cash at all.
1: I, yeah, I agree.
2: So it, it may not even matter. Let me put Do it this think... way.
1: If, if you're playing somebody up here, though, it's from Man City, and it's probably Mahrez. I would I
2: would agree with you, yes.
1: Okay. But like you're not going to play think, Zaha at eight thousand when you can have Mahrez at eighty eight hundred.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with you. Okay. But the thing that I I want to ask: Do you think that Danny Ings will be more or less owned based on his price? Like, do do you do you think in GPP? I'm not talking about cash games. Mm-hmm. but In GPP, do you think people will look and go? geez, how do I pay 9100 for Danny Ings? Or are they going to look at his game logs and go, I guess I look, why shouldn't I pay 9100 for Danny Ings?
1: Mm-hmm. With the highest goal-scoring odds on the biggest favorite? Right. Um, I don't think you're going to get Ings at low ownership. I'll put it that way.
2: Right. But but do you think it's going to be 30-plus percent? Is it, do you think Ings is going to be higher owned than Aguero? Or whoever starts front mm-hmm. long?
1: Um... I think he, I think he'd be higher than Jesus,
2: but not higher than Mahrez or Agüero. Okay, um, well, that, that's all. That's all I'm looking for. I mean, because I'm I'm not poo-pooing Danny Ings. He could go out and score two or three goals. No question. Just you're paying. You're paying. Yeah, you're paying for it. You're paying for it. It's mm-hmm. just the context of the slate makes Danny Ings ninety-one hundred dollar player. But like, I don't mind in GPP over quote overpaying. If it's going to be like, people are going to be like, oh, well, I don't want to pay 9100 Well, then I will. Right. But if people yeah, are I like, I don't mind paying 9100 Yeah.
1: I think it's more, no That's... one's going to pay 6300 for Shane Long.
2: But they'll pay 9100 for Danny Ings.
1: Yeah. One off the golden boot?
2: Who cares?
1: <laughs> I mean, there's always going to be ownership for... The guy with the highest goal scoring odds on the biggest favorite, even though right, the well, odds that much, aren't that high, either way.
2: Right, but I'm just asking: is, is there some type? What type of bias could be there? Yeah, is it worth paying Pascal Gross eight seventy eight hundred? No, with them splitting everything that like everything's everything split mm-hmm. for Brighton. I almost don't trust anyone from Brighton anymore.
1: I think actually, you're right. the The problem is that well, I mean, recently it's been split, but like. We've seen we've seen games where somebody has like a vast majority and then literally the next game they take zero and somebody else has the vast majority and then now they've split like it's a
2: But we may see a lineup where Gross, Trossard, March, and Moy are yeah. all I mean like and then just like and they're and they're on the road, they're a horrible they're a horrible away form. Against Sheffield United, who are actually good this year and great defensively. Right. So, like, do I feel compelled to play any of these Brighton players? I don't. At their prices, no. No, no. What are we doing with uh, Dwight McNeil? At seventy-two hundred, I think we'll you definitely back, play him over Gross. Him. Okay, that that's not a very that's not a very big endorsement of him.
1: No. Um. I think he's too expensive
2: But he's okay. playable, I guess Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah I think he's definitely rather, playable If uh, Bernardo starts in the front line for Man City Would you rather play McNeil or Bernardo Silva?
1: Probably McNeil
2: Okay And in GPP, I think he'd rather play someone like Vardy Absolutely Right
1: I think the real, the more interesting question is whether Vardy will be higher owned Than any of the Man City guys Given the price difference he probably should be. He should be right, yeah. But it's going to be like a twelve-point goal game, twenty-four
2: points. Right, right, points. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, if he doesn't score a goal, he'd like he, like he's not getting you peripheral points in this game, right?
1: But I think you go, you can skip a lot of names, at least for cash. In fact, I think the problem is finding. Like I, we have already like bypassed two of the guys that were three of them. If you count Trossard that like we would normally think about and we're like, oh, those guys are too expensive. And then you're like, you keep going down. It's like, oh, there's not nothing's jumping out of like, oh, I'll play this guy in cash. Like it's like an ugly forward slate, which I think helps people pay up for Man City. But it's, I think that's a mistake anyway. Like I think you could throw away both
2: forward spots in the slate. Yeah, no, I I no, I agree with you. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the point that I'm making. Yeah. Like uh you could play like El Ghazi at 6600, but he's probably overpriced also. He is. I agree. You could play Jordan Ayu at 6400, but he's probably slightly overpriced also. Yep. we talk about Shane Long, I mean 6300. That I don't I don't want to do that.
1: Yeah, like if you're considering Shane Long in Cash just you might you might the lowest exactly. the, right the the lowest green check mark you find
2: right which is which may end up being who would it be Billy sharp maybe 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 now I, th- I what do you think what I I'm gonna say this it sounds so ridiculous for my style of play I think the Burnley forwards are cash viable I mean, there's, it's like... Because they're they're, they're injured, right? Based right. on the context J-Rod. Play. Right, J-Rod and Vidra. Vidra, and Vidra maybe. Vidra. Because, yeah, because Barnes is out and yeah. Wood is questionable. I mean, like, they, they have no forwards anymore. They're favored at home against Burnmouth. Yeah. Um, I mean, like... Jesus. Like, do I... I mean, who else do I play? I mean, you, you got Almiron.
1: I think you play Almiron. Okay, I guess you could do that. And then I think you play a forward, the Crystal Palace forward. You play Tosun or Ben Teke.
2: or Ben. Okay. But Ben Tech is this. I'm saying the same type of thing as playing a Jay Rodriguez or a Vidra. Yeah. Or a Vidra. I don't know how to pronounce what. how do you pronounce it? Typically you don't roster him. So that's why I right. never say his name.
1: It's crazy to like consider um, Jay Rodriguez. Where is Jay
2: Rodriguez? I can't even find him. He's 5,900. Oh,
1: and yet like Josh King is 4,900.
2: And we I'm may like, not start.
1: Right. If he does, though, and still I'm like,
2: yeah, yeah, but still, it's just it's a, at this point. It's like you either pay for these guys or you're paying you're paying two thousand more for not much higher of a floor with guys like McNeil and Trossard and those guys. El Ghazi. Or you go all the way up and you're, you're paying for like Mara's Aguero wings. What's the what's the
1: realistic floor difference between that you see between McNeil and
2: Jay Rodriguez? couple of crosses. That's about it, right? Hmm.
1: I mean, I think it's legitimately like six or seven points. I don't think it's three points. But that's before- also only for McNeil, though. Like, I don't think that the same thing about Gross and Trossard. So it's like, even if you are like, I'm going to take the six or seven points more from McNeil, you still have to fill another spot.
2: Right. It's horrible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's awful but you don't think that, that's enough to push people to just play Mahrez and McNeil
2: not as, uh, it depends it depends on what, a, what value is available in, in the other in midfield and defense but I'm going to make the case that there isn't yeah
1: Oh, I would actually I, I think the case is less to be made that there's no value and more that the opportunity cost is too high to not play some of the guys that you should be playing.
2: What in the midfield spots? Yeah. Quite pot. not, there, there there are there are ways to make constructions where you're playing Amarez and still playing midfielders worth playing. There 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 are players to play at multiple price points. Sure. But there's no screaming value at midfield. Okay. Or you don't agree with that? Uh screaming no, like, maybe not. No, that's what I'm talking about. I think there's no. some underpriced guys, though. Yes, I agree with that, but, yeah. but not like a $3,800 midfielder where you're like, you you got to get him in because everyone's going to be playing him. Yeah. Like that type of—or a defender. You know, like, like I, I, don't, I don't see the type of thing where, like, oh, I'm going to pay up at two forward spots, and then I could play a 4K midfielder a 5K midfielder and a defender in my utility slot. I don't see that construction. Okay, that's fair. But I also don't necessarily see a construction where it's like punt forward, punt forward, and then like, like you're playing like De Bruyne, Madison, and Grealish all together. Like I, I, I don't even see that you could even do that. That's um, if that if it's salary wise you could even do that. Yeah, probably not. Right, but I'm saying I don't think it has to be to that extent in the midfield. I think okay. there are mid range midfielders that you can play.
1: Okay. The one guy I want to ask about is if. Actually, it'll be two guys. If they start, one of which—neither of them have been starting, and one's coming back from injury. But if JBG or Townsend start, do you play them in cash?
2: I see no reason. I mean, they, they can't be any worse than the other players at, at their price ranges. I mean, JBG is 5200 mm-hmm. and Townsend is 5100 So, like, they started— I don't think they do. I don't think they do either. Right, but if they started, I mean they can't be much worse. I'm I'm planning on playing Jay Rodriguez. Right, that's what I mean. I think Right, the, or or, yeah. or Josh King or Callum Wilson or some five K Miguel Almiron. Like they can't be any worse than those guys, right? Yeah. You wouldn't think so. I no, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna make the case at midfield. Okay. There's so many midfielders to play. There are. And I'm going I'm to make the case that it, it's possible to make a build uh, with none of the guys that are 8K or above. Yeah, I agree. But. I think you want. The guys that are 8K, but I, I consider there, there to be, in, on this slate, there's a top tier, there's a mid tier, and there's a low tier. hmm Okay, the top tier, De Bruyne, Grealish, Madison. hmm Obviously, De Bruyne and Madison are playing in the same game, in the late game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't guarantee. I mean, it's the late game. Maybe one of them doesn't start. Yep. Right. It could be De Bruyne doesn't even start. Right. I mean, he's starting. more
1: likely not to start.
2: Right. Madison, just because of the. I
1: mean, yeah. Right. Messi Madison. Has nothing else.
2: Right. So yeah. he's probably playing. Uh, I'm gonna make the case that out of the three, I'd rather play Grealish.
1: Okay. <laughs> I wish I could argue with you on this point.
2: Right, but I, I think I, I think Grealish has. As high of a floor as, or higher of a floor than both of them. And given the matchup of Ma- of Leicester and Man City, like, I think, I'm not scared of Southampton. Mm-hmm. And uh, Grealish does everything for Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. So, like, and Aston Villa needs points. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's 10 points. Southampton is like, too, but. Right, I know, but. Yeah. I get it. But it's quite possible I don't play either any of these three.
1: You're—if you fade all three, then you're likely playing one higher price forward.
2: Right. Well, that's what I said. That That's the type of construction. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to play a Mara, you want to play one of those top tier. Or even if you want to go mid—like, if you wanted to play a McNeil-Trossard type of—like, you're not going all the way down, but you're taking still, like, two 7K-level guys.
1: Yeah. You could probably get away with it with Madison, Graylish, and De Bruyne. Kill it though. Right. Okay. This is where we talk about how James Ward Prowse is the most uh, inefficiently
2: priced player on the slate. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> like, I'm not sure Just why. To he's me, not I look at this 9,400. Like. Right, I look in this mid-tier. I, I look at James Ward-Prowse, mm-hmm. 7,700. I look at Ryan Frazier, mm-hmm. 7,300. I look uh, even John Fleck at 6,600, if you want to go down even further. Like, I look and, like, why can't I just play both three guys? Like, you why think do Fleck I... is better than Milivojevic? Ah, well, Ben has been taking some corner kicks, and with uh, without Milivojevic taking set pieces, like, he just becomes a defensive midfielder. Okay. But, I mean, you can play Millivoy. Okay, that's still fine. Yeah. Right? I'm not sure about paying 6700 for Ashley Westwood, but okay.
1: I actually think St. Maximin is a great play at 6300 and I think you can play
2: him in cash, but I don't think people will.
1: Right. Like, well, I think he has I, the highest floor in that game.
2: Oh, I agree with you, but I just did. Uh, I mean, he's efficiently priced. I mean, it's. Yeah. Nah, he, he might be a little underpriced. Eh, it's Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. I think but I'd a, him, a,
1: I'd play him over Fleck.
2: Okay, that's fine. I get it. But to me, if I had a choice, I think I I think I'd 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 play Ward Prowse. If I could get both Ward Prowse and Ryan Fraser into my lineup, I don't think I need any of the the higher priced midfielders. Right? I mean, you could you could still have one. No, I I know. I mean, the no, the
1: discussion no. comes down to whether you want to play Graylish and two garbage forwards, or um, Fleck or anyone in this range, and one garbage forward.
2: You probably gonna have to play some type of garbage something somewhere.
1: Right. But fading Graylish
2: means you don't have to play two garbage forwards. Right. To me, to 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 me, the the biggest the, the biggest uh, lineup news on the slate. It's it, it's so stupid to think, but I think it is, is uh, is Newcastle's starting lineup, <laughs> yeah. On whether or not Matt Ritchie or is in or Valentino Lazaro is in, mm-hmm. Lazaro is not defender eligible. Yeah, he's only midfield eligible, and he's fifty five hundred. If Ritchie does not play again, Lazaro took like everything. all their corners, everything. Yep. I mean, this is not a good. It's not a good game environment. But I'd like in that case. I'd rather play like the I'd play Lazaro over Almiron like a million out of a million times. The only difference is that Almiron's forward eligible, mm-hmm. right? Lazaro's like the worst, like
1: midfield of the three positions. Midfield is like the worst for him on this slate. Right, like, the least one you'd, you'd consider, but he's still
2: viable. Sure. Just like Oliver Norwood could be viable,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? Five thousand, okay. Yep, but that's why I look. I look in the lower range of midfield. I don't see. I don't see much there. Like, is there any? Is there anyone? Is there anyone under five k that stands out at all? No. I mean, you could play, I mean, yeah, you could play Stuart Armstrong, okay, 4,900. I mean, the the GPP, sure, okay. You could always play Jeff Hendrick or Douglas Louise or Hoiberg, 4,200, billing at 4,000. Yeah. I mean, mean, but these are like, you're just just plugging someone in, right? right? They're just people.
1: You're plugging someone in in a position that's like loaded with options.
2: Right. I, I'd consider masks Meyer if he's starting. I agree. It. I was
1: just about to say that.
2: Thirty seven hundred, but I mean, probably not starting. Right. Yeah, there's no one down here. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. I think defender is the interesting position for sure. I think there are mo- there are many options to play a defender. Uh huh. And and they're not clear. Like I, I could, th- I could throw eight people at you, and you go like any two of these guys. I, I think you're fine. Yeah, I agree.
1: There's zero percent chance I pay fifty three hundred for Bertrand, though. Zero percent chance. I mean, there's like, it's zero if Ward Prowse starts. That's right. what
2: that like. That's it. Right, uh, There, there's going to be a very depending on Southampton's starting lineup. There could be a very chalky. They, the. the Jan Valeri will be extremely chalky. Ugh, gross. He hasn't played since November, but who else is going to play? And he's 2,700. Yeah. Like, the DraftKings just, like, forgot about him. Forgot about him, yeah. I mean, because Southampton kind of forgot about him. Yeah, I think
1: they're more likely to play, like, a... Three three in the back and then just play... Ward-Prowse or Armstrong.
2: Right. But I'm just I'm just saying that in case maybe you yep, see Valerie. Absolutely. You 20, but he's not what Valerie is not like. Oh, a center back that's now playing wide. No, he's an actual fullback. I mean, he could play wing back. Sure. It's just that, that he's not good. Right. Well, he's not good defensively. He's good. Well, our favorite kind for right. fantasy. Right. He's. He's. Uh, I would consider him very. Uh. Very similar to Patrick Van Aanholt.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Someone yep. who's really not good. <laughs> But he could get forward and take some shots and and make very big defensive mistakes in tr- transition. Mm-hmm. So, like, you got that.
1: Do you think Richie's the best option if he starts over Lazara?
2: Yeah. And what I happens w- if they start together? You could still play Richie. Okay. Is defender eligible? Yeah. I think you could play. I, I'm making fun of him, but I think you could play Van Anaholt at 5200. <laughs> I think you, you can play target at fifty one hundred. I was gonna say I play target every time over Van Anholm. I actually like the other side. I like the Gilbert. Yeah, that's fine. Because they're gonna He's play cheap. if they play if Aston Villa plays three four three. I mean, basically that their their fullbacks are wingbacks, mm-hmm. and they get forward. So, like, yeah, I think target's better, but I mean Gilbert is forty three hundred. Yep. So cheaper. I don't mind playing Diego Rico. I was just about to say him. Yeah, right. I don't. I don't mind playing Enda Stevens at four thousand nine hundred.
1: Mm-hmm. Baldock's only forty six.
2: Right. I don't mind. I don't mind that either.
1: Yeah. Danny Rose, Danny Rose at forty two is not bad.
2: No, he's not bad. I guess not.
1: After that, it's a little sketchy, though.
2: Yes. <laughs> right. There's really no unless like Valerie starts. There's really no one like under four thousand. Under four thousand that I that I that I play. Yeah, Joel Ward thirty nine hundred. He doesn't really do much. No, but I don't think you need to pay all the way down. Like I mean, you're gonna have you're gonna have the money, right? You know, I, unless you, unless you're playing like a high price forward and then trying to jam in, but like De Bruyne and Grealish or something right, like you're gonna right. you're gonna have you're gonna have the money. It's Just a matter of a hundred down, uh two hundred up, and three hundred down. I mean, like as I said, like I. Of all the guys that we mentioned, like you could pick t- two of them, and like I'm okay. Yeah, seems fine to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could make a, I mean that you could make a case for the Leicester Man City game guys, but I, I, I'd be less Man City's fullbacks don't do as much. Leicester, they're Leicester's playing at home, and they're a good team. So it's like I don't want to play Leicester players against Man City, but I also don't want to play Man City players against Leicester. Right. Yeah, it's a weird game. Right. There may only be one Leicester player that I that I I want to play. In that Michael. Yeah.
1: How much is he? Oh, he's not even the cheapest. I just scrolled down to find him.
2: He's... Well, well Southampton is the biggest favorite, so <clears throat> Reina would be. There. Oh yeah, but I mean, Reina is four thousand, but Schmeichel is forty one hundred. Yeah, but he, and he's home. Yep, he's the cheapest home goalkeeper. I'm seriously not scared of Man City. Yeah, I agree. If anything, they just shoot a bunch so that even more saves. Right. I mean, I could legitimately see Leicester winning this game. So like how often do we see like like oh one of the cheap goalkeepers where I'm like I could legitimately see them win like out like I just don't think the disparity between the goalkeeper pricing should be this much where Ederson is 5500 and Schmeichel is 4100. Yeah, I agree. There's no way in hell I pay him for McCarthy. <laughs>
1: that
2: seems pretty crazy to me. Right. But well, that's why I think Schmeichel. To me, Schmeichel is the most logical option. That everything else is whatever. I mean, you could play De You could play. I mean, some of these games they have totals that the totals I mean, are so low. Right. It's quite possible that goalkeeper. I mean, we see this all the time. Yeah. Where goalkeeper decides the slate. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you just have to hope that
1: it's not one who's highly owned and it doesn't seem like probably like I wouldn't be surprised if Schmeichel was the highest owned
2: no what I'm saying for this slate specifically is not that there's going to be one outlier goalkeeper that if you have the outlier bad goalkeeper you're dead oh I gotcha. like that type of like that's what I mean by goalkeeper deciding the slate like it's not going to be that oh Guaita the, the Crystal Palace wins two nothing Guaita has like eight saves and it like puts up a 25 point score cuz goalkeepers aren't owned enough. I'm talking about like all the games being one nothing. And there are five goalkeepers with like 16 to 20 points. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to have one of the losing goalkeepers, just you're dead because like half the ownership is with the winning goalkeepers that all have clean sheets and all have four plus saves.
1: That happened in Champions League this week that all of the goalkeepers were like okay except one who had negative 6.
2: Right, so if you and had he that, he was the highest owned. Right, so there you go, done. Right,
1: <laughs> so just get the right goalkeeper, or don't right, get well, the wrong
2: one. Right, don't get the wrong one.
1: That's that's the key.
2: Right. Hmm. Yeah, simple. But if you play, if you're playing the late game, like like look at look at how much we talked about this late, and am I really compelled to play Leicester and Man City players? Unless I'm playing showdown. Mm-hmm. I just then don't you think you have to. There. You have to play. Yeah, yeah. I'd stack that game. You should stack play. that game, right? And showdown. Mm-hmm. But do you see a need? I I don't. I don't think their prices are. I think their prices are fine. But yeah, it's not like they're not overpriced. They out, right. I don't feel like like oh, if you don't have De Bruyne, you can't. Like oh, I'll play Grealish. I mean, like I have options. That mm-hmm. there are options here. You took the Aston Villa Southampton game off the slate, and then I'd be talking more about playing Madison and De Bruyne. Because we'd be looking at three crappy games. Going, what am I going to do? Play Norwood, Fleck, and Lazaro in my midfield. I mean, Mm -hmm. what am I doing? Like, okay, now, now we now we could start talking. I think Madison's underpriced, though. Okay, do you think in GPP, who do you think is going to be higher owned, De Bruyne or Madison in that game?
0: Um,
2: For the main slate, yeah, that's a good
1: question. Um, I think it's Madison. Really, I because think I like, think there are like, enough people who can say, "I'll just play Graylish if I wanted to play De Bruyne."
2: Okay, I thought you were going to say there are enough people that may just play like one of the forward eligible players and feel no need to play Kevin De Bruyne.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess for GPP that makes more sense, right? But it's getting to the point where like De Bruyne's floor is almost equal to the. <clears throat> median ceilings of the other guys right which is nuts like more often than not when Aguero scores it's a 20 something point game not 40 which he can obviously I mean anybody can get 40 but like De Bruyne is hitting 20s with a floor
2: right yeah if De Bruyne if De Bruyne has a goal like you're you, you, he could have he could end up with 40 to 50 points right Goals and assists and all that type of stuff. Right. I mean, you see that with Madison also. Yeah. I mean, it literally, has, like on Wednesday, he had 38.9 with a goal and an assist. Right. Because he already has like a built-in 20-point floor right. from everything else. From everything else. Right. It's nuts.
1: Maybe we didn't talk about him enough.
2: He's Kevin De Bruyne. talking. There you go. What? Yeah. what, what I mean, it's it's... Is this the first time you're tuning in this season? I mean, it's, <laughs> come on, it's, it's quite possible he doesn't even start. We could be saying this, and you go and you go. Uh, I guess you play LK Gundawan.
1: Well, that's. I mean, would you play Gundawan if if De Bruyne was out?
2: I, don't I mean, it's see. possible, oh, but but not on this expensive. plate. I just I'd rather play Mares. Okay. You tell me De Bruyne's not in. I that makes me more inclined to play Mars in a play forward Mar-a-s. spot rather than J Rodriguez and <laughs> cast the, the characters down.
1: <laughs>
2: right. Okay. Like once I once I see it's like oh Mars gets a little bit of an upgrade. It's like I could get rid of like like who's the cheapest guy that's right. going to be who who's so Redulovic re- so... Samukovic who's this guy? But right. if he has a green check mark, maybe I'm playing him.
1: Right. So just for clarification, if De Bruyne doesn't start, you'd rather play Mars over Billy Sharp.
2: Yes, okay, yes, I would rather play. Okay, Billy Sharp or 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 who I don't even know. If some of these guys are in who's B Bastin? Who's that guy? Borgia, who, he's went, back. He used to be at uh, Swansea. Who, what's DeLundaloo? Who's on? Who are these Southampton guys? Um, they still have Jay Adams. Oh, I yeah, can't believe do. he's still around.
1: Yeah, you might play him if he starts. Thirty nine hundred.
2: Right. Oh, Dwight Gale might be in there. Oh, I'm yeah. Gale, but guy. Gale's back. Muto. Oh, you got to play Muto at forty one hundred instead of Mars with De Bruyne out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now look at the crap that's down here. It's but I'm gonna probably play two of them. Exactly, unless De
1: Bruyne. Well, that's a problem. You don't know if you're not
2: gonna there. know, right? That's that's the that's the whole issue, right? Yeah. You're not gonna know. But it's not like Mars gets like you. Oh, oh, whoever has him is like guaranteed to win. Mm-hmm. Just makes it less. And it's like okay, that maybe maybe I don't need to play two crappy forwards.
1: Yeah, the problem is that, like, you're you're playing Mahrez because he's a forward. Right. And But the safest thing to do is to put De Bruyne in a utility, but, like, that's not helping you at
2: all. Right, because it's not like, who are you going to play? You can just leave salary on the table. Right. Right, because we, if we, if we compare— You know what you do. Like... This is how everybody gets messed up. You play
1: Schmeichel and De Bruyne, and then De Bruyne doesn't start, and you're like, oh, I'll play Madison and Ederson.
2: Right. And Ederson oh.
1: gets negative um, two. And Madison doesn't even matter what Madison gets because right because you're dead. He's not getting forty,
2: right? But really, I mean, when you say that the forward eligibility matters, is because like if you compare Mara's at eighty-eight hundred to Madison at eighty-seven hundred, I'd much rather play Madison.
1: Right, right.
2: It's just a matter of that he's forward eligible. I mean, that we take we say that about Miguel Almiron all the time. Yep, he sucks. It just <laughs> <happens. He's laughs> just a little, he's a little. He sucks a little bit less. Than Joe Linton, who's also forward eligible on the same team, mm. you officially
1: burned your MLS card. I see.
2: I don't care. He's not in MLS anymore. Chicharito's in MLS now. He is. Look at you.
1: You're gearing up, aren't you?
2: No, I'm not. You're really I'm gearing up for USL season? Yeah, Yes. I'm one and a half thousand
1: that. dollar GPPs. We're gonna get. I want to get USL GPPs. Oh. Huh. Don't tempt them because they'll think about
2: it. Well, you got it. All I know is that Oscar Jimenez for for Louisville City would be the highest priced defender eligible player in the in the player pool. because he takes all the set pieces. Oh, him. okay. I was like, I don't know who this guy so is. That's why know. he would be he would be the equivalent. Of, he would be like a, a, he would be like an eighty eight hundred dollar defender or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. Trent Alexander Arnolds. Right. Okay.
2: So there you go. If they, if they if they introduce the USL GPPs, you'll become a USL tout. Yeah, for for the three people that play. Me and and two other people. Right. Who are probably on a USL team somewhere. Right. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Anybody, has any follow up for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's BlenderHD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. Um, I'm available as well in the Rotowire Discord chat, which is open all subscribers. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat to join. Actually, a few people who have reached out to me on Twitter who are subscribers and didn't know about the Discord, which is where most of the conversation happens before lock. I'm not usually on Twitter much, at least in uh, DMs ahead of lock, but I'll be in the Discord. So uh, if you have any questions about anything, set-piece takers or uh, formations, just uh, hit us up there. So Jordan, thank you for that, and good luck this weekend.
2: Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com soccer.